The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle! Dangle! 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 Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, a Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined by Lex Simpson. Adding, uh, never mind. Hi! How you doing? <laughs> Samantha Grubbs. You know, sometimes the grass is greener. <laughs> where? <laughs> like, where? Where, where is the... There was no lead-in. Okay. No. Sawyer Wade. (laughs) Uh, Today I would like to give a special shout out to my dear father who bought me a dice box at a garage sale. And now you're going to get this satisfying sound from now on. We're working in the ASMR space now, (laughs) y'all. Red uh, leather, yellow leather. I do theater vocal (laughs) warm-ups while... (laughs) Mommy made me match my M&M's. All right, that's some editing to do. <laughs> no, uh, that's what makes us charming. It's really not. Anyway, to get us started, <laughs> uh, let's offer a quick recap for those of you who may have forgotten what has happened since last session. Previously on Ding Dang Pod, the gang continued their journey across the sovereign desert with the people of Clayborough to the city of Babylex. On the trip, on a convoy, Holly <laughs> found a steed that only he could love in strangeness and charm, the two-headed cow. <laughs> I Jim, love him and her. <laughs> Leaf Jim noticed some druidic signs in the desert and made contact with her druid circle's sister group, the Sun Druids, who ride around the desert on the back of the giant dragon tortoise, Rudy. The party and the villagers hitched a ride on Rudy and spent some time relaxing on the lazy river with Celesi Crispleaf, aka Sal, who told Leaf Jim that he'd met her daughter and that she was headed to Babylex to gather some information for the Circle of the Moon. Eventually, they reached the mountainous barrier between the Sovereign Desert and the country of Havenvale, the land the Babylex sits on. But the valley pass that leads into the country has been sealed off, and other refugees from the Fire Cultists' rampage are stuck outside the walls. The only path through are the dangerous, twisted Mesa Caverns, and our party has volunteered alongside Roland Piddleston, a tinker friend of Leaf Gems from the town of Tarly, to brave the caves and find out why the pass has been closed before their people run out of food in the desert or are picked off by dangerous predators. It is here that we join our party at the mouth of the cave with Rumi and Roland in tow. The darkness sets before them. Uh, Strangers and Charm really wants to be a part of this, but is a cow in a cave. It's not working out. And I, I unsummon them. Uh, they go, as they disappear into a burst of light. <laughs> oh, is Ivan still with us? Oh, yeah. Did, did you prepare a new uh, familiar, or is it still Ivan? Let's find out who's coming. Ooh. You guys see Mendo sets up a little ritual at the mouth of the cave. <laughs> I gotta write this down. You really do. <laughs> One is the imp. Uh, you disappear, Ivan, and then Ivan comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm back from hell, boss. Ivan, I have a question. Yeah. What is the 
so like uh how long does it feel like between summons so like you got unsummoned for about a second how long was that for you in hell that was a week (laughs) well unlike that we don't have much time to waste so i think we should keep pressing on through these caverns i don't mind going first I, i i do have dark vision um i also have dark vision i have crazy devil's sight so you guys see as you step into the shadows, uh, Mendo's eyes, they, they glisten red. Oh. I would like to note that like I look like I have regular person eyes, but in the dark, you can see that there's actually like thousands of compound eyes underneath my person eyes. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, you can't see Leaf Jim's eyes uh, in the dark. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roland's are the same and uh Rumi can't see in the dark. So she she steps in and she's like, "Why aren't you guys lighting any torches? Dark as hell." Oh, yes. Well, <sighs> I I hold her hand and I I help guide her. We're literally one step into the cave. Okay. <laughs> you guys aren't going to use light? <laughs> Uh, should we light a torch? Let's light a torch. That's fine. We can we can we can light a torch, and if we need to blow it out, if I'm the only one that's not going to be able to see in the dark, it's fine. I mean, no, no, it's it's not fair for you. We're a team, Rumi. I mean, if you guys insist, it's okay to make demands to help yourself out sometimes. Okay, Mendo, why don't you you light a, a torch for your sister? <sighs> I'll light a torch and hand it to her. Yes. Cool. <laughs> she starts waving it around, like fighting with it like a lightsaber. <laughs> That's adorable. No. I don't, does anyone have a torch? I don't have a torch. I have a torch, I think. You guys have torches. I have a crossbow? I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're digging through your backpack and just pull a gun. <laughs> like, what the hell? Forgot about it. I, I hand you the, the torch to light and you give it to her. Just be careful and don't. Look, fire's bad. I've seen a lot of terrible things happen to people with fire. She starts waving it around. She starts poking. At, uh, be careful. She starts poking Ivan with it. That's fine. You can do that. I don't care. <laughs> I'm immune to fire, I think, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, you guys start heading in. Let's establish a marching order. I mean, I can go forth first, but I think I also mentioned I would stay with Rumi to protect her, uh, offer an extra pair of eyes. Um, I know that, uh, like, if there's any sort of ambush that might be coming from behind, maybe I should stand in the back in case any cave creatures let us walk by before they attack. So they're trying to pick us off one by one, horror movie style. So does that put me in the front? I'll go in the front. Uh, how is Piddlestain? How, how does, does he look very tanky? Hello? Uh, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, is it Piddlestain or Piddleston? Piddleston. It's Piddleston, thank you very much. Roland Piddleston of Tarly. And I am a master inventor. I wouldn't put such disrespect on my name, young man. Oh, me? Sorry. Or him. He doesn't mean anything by it. Both of you, all of you. Now is not the time to be talking about names and such. We have to get to the end of this cavern. We have to. We barely walked in. We're five (laughs) feet in right now. Anyway, Mendo up front, followed by Roland, followed by Leaf, Jim, and Rumi, side by side, followed by Polly. Perfect. Sounds good. Great. Uh, Mendo, you lead the charge. You you can gaze straight ahead with your 120 feet of devil dark vision. Yeah. But you can see the cavern is a little twisty here, so you don't even get to use your full sight before you see it twist off. The sounds of the townspeople on the outside of the cave instantly melt away as you just go like 50 feet into this cave uh, until you are surrounded by a deafening silence. Does it seem unnaturally silent or just cave silent it seems unnaturally silent can i use some some divine sense just to give a little sniffy sniff to see if i can yeah give me the range on divine sense 
I think it's only 60 feet. I need to detect magic. You uh, ping off your divine sense. Your antennas become attuned to the waves of evil and good radiation all around you. And you pick up no such signs within 60 feet of your radius. I would like to note that it's not actually smelling. It's more like tasting the air to me. Of course. There's like a ton of little taste buds on the end of my antenna. <laughs> Tastes like shit. I don't smell evil, but I do smell um, cave gross. We'll continue along at a nice slow, even pace. Uh, twists and narrows uh, quite a bit. You guys go down a couple of steep embankments, but eventually after traveling maybe 200 feet total around these bends and such, you guys come across at the edge of your vision, like 60 feet ahead of you, there's a uh, drop off from 60 feet off. That's about all you can notice that there's a gap in the ground. Mm. How how wide is the gap? Uh, from here, it looks to be about 15 feet wide. Mm. Well, I, I uh, how do we figure out our jump distance? A long jump, uh, you can mo- jump, you can cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet immediately before the jump. Mendo obviously has the ring of jumping. Is there anything uh, nearby? Jim, uh, Jim, can you detect magic? I, I don't have it prepared. I do have my jump, though. Something weird about this place. I'm just... Mm. Well, I'm, you know, I, I think a, a lot of different sorts of people come through these caves and uh, no one's really here to keep care of it. So it's probably why that has that weird smell. Mm. Hmm. I mean, I guess we could try to find another way around. I've got rope. Do Is there something to tie... Is there something on our side we could tie a rope to? I can cross 50 feet. Yeah, there are like stalactites and, and stuff on either side of it. Okay, I mean, I can make it across just with my strength in general, so I guess any of us could go over. Speak for yourself, child. We're, I'm saying to tie a rope. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's okay, P.S. Sorry, I'm defensive. I'm just um, weak and small. So are we. It doesn't matter. I give him a little hug, a full body hug that just... All right, that doesn't make me feel better. It makes me feel weaker and smaller. <laughs> You're like a little hermit crab, and I'm the shell. I'm a renowned inventor in all corners of Proxima. (laughs) Hermit crabs are very nice animals. It was a compliment. Well, Roland, do you know of any way to get us all across, then? Using the Um. (laughs) (laughs) materials that we have here? Using some of your world-famous... Let me check my bag of inventions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He pulls out a bag and starts digging through it. I haven't really prepared anything necessarily that would help in this scenario. I have enlarge, I, can, I have this shrink grow ray with a charge in it that I can use. <laughs> Very cool. Why didn't you just make yourself bigger? I could. I could, but it would use one of my charges. I can't recharge. Uh, look, oh, whatever. We're getting off topic. Let's just tie a rope here. I hand my rope to Polly, tie one end to this side. Yeah, and then I'm going to run and jump. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you grab a hold of that rope. Mendo, you're holding the other half. I'm going to tie it to, like, something. Yes. Great. You tie the rope to a stalactite. Uh, Polly, you jump with it. Uh, you're halfway across the gap when you hit something. Mm. It's dangling in the air. Something sticks to you. Like a sticky hand. Oh, no. And you guys hear a... As Polly starts to get roped oh, no. upwards, like a fishing line no, 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 is starting no. to pull no. him upwards, but he's still grabbing onto this rope. Polly, give me an athletics check to hang onto this rope and stop yourself from being pulled up into this shaft. Okay. Uh, but we're going to start pulling down. Pull, pull. All right. It's a 25. It's a 19 and 6, so it's a 25. Uh, you grab 
the rope. You it just it was about to slip out of your hand, but uh, <laughs> but you grab onto it and you feel yourself being pulled in either direction on one end by some predator above you on the other end by uh, the rope that's tethering you down. Go ahead and roll initiative. Oosh. Oh my gosh. It's a four. I say, guys, something's up. Uh, 12. <laughs> As you're getting whisked up. Guys, something's up. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, my boy. It's okay. Oh, take a drink. For those of you at home, we have initiated a drinking game where every time that Jim Jim says, my boy, we take a drink. Join along at home if you have nothing to do today or tomorrow morning. It's going to be a long, bumpy ride. Polly, what was your initiative? 12. What about you, Mendo? 17! Sweet. And Leafton was a four? Four. Like, I never get great on initiative. Name once Leaf Jim has gone first in a battle. Rolling for Roland. Five. Even Roland goes before Leaf Jim? I've always been a little better. Hmm. All right, um, Mendo, you see Polly gets whisked up into the shaft. What do you do? Uh, uh, what's whisking? What's Do I see anything? 120 up? Like, uh, yeah, you uh, stick your head out and up and you take a look. Uh, it seems like a vertical shaft is intersecting this horizontal one that you've been walking through. And at the top of it, you see chambered, stuck between the walls on all sides is this huge albino chitinous spider with a disgusting drooling mouth with one long spittle hanging down that has gripped onto Polonius's front of his armor and is yanking him upward. He has only just stopped himself and is currently about halfway up this 30-foot shaft vertically. And I'll say that like when you're sticking your head in, you also notice that it's about a 30-foot drop down to the bottom and you see a bunch of rubble down there. So it's a 60-foot shaft. Uh, you guys are in the middle of it. It's a spider? It's a big, spidery, spidery creature. It's... I. I look at it and I go, I'm one of you. Uh, arachnids are an insect. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But it is decidedly not a spider. It is something larger and worse. <laughs> Do are roaches insects? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Lex looks really confused right now. Like Anyway, you ponder that and waste your turn. <laughs> what do you oh, mean? No, 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 no. Nuke it. Nuke it. Nuke it now. Hit it with an Eldritch Bolt. Right, you fire past your comrade and try to blast this creature at the top of the shaft. At side note, at level five, I got my second Eldritch Bolt. Sweet. Oh, so you blast two. Yes. But they go all like, you know, Robotech style where they like curve around and do like weird unnecessary <laughs> motions to hit it. Yeah, absolutely. Like one goes down the middle, <laughs> the other one spirals around it like a Dragon Ball Z blast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll two attack rolls then. Is it two attack or two damage? Uh, I think it's, I think you roll each one has its own attack roll because you can target multiple creatures. Sorry, I'm just going to real quick. Two beams. You can make, you can direct the beams to the same target. Different ones make separate attacks for each beam. Cool. First one. Uh, 17 for the first one. Uh, a 17 hits. You see one of your beams blasting this thing. Go ahead and roll again. 16. 16 also hits. You guys see the middle beam and its spiral uh, go up past Polly and hit this thing, which screeches <laughs> and hits. Side note, Mendo fully on went ah! and did that at the same time. <laughs> it, was, it was clearly a reactionary. <laughs> like, yeah, you have not kept your cool. <laughs> No, this was not, this was not like intentional Eldritch blasting. This was more of a, 
like misfire scenario. All right, roll them d10s. Uh, let's see. First damage is six. Cool. Second damage is ah oh, damn five. All right, uh, a total of eleven damage. This thing it just screeches and continues to try and reel up Polly. Polly, that is your turn. Uh, free action. I just scream a giant spider, giant spider, giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just so that we're clear, you talking in spider, that was just flavor. That's not actually Yeah, this thing does not speak uh, okay. English. <laughs> Good. That's what, that's what I thought. I just wanted to check. It speaks the Queen's English, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think you call more cave? <laughs> that is decidedly not the Queen's English. Oh, yes, I want that now. Get out more cave! <laughs> All I want is a cave somewhere. Okay, um, I'm going to throw a, throw a javelin up. I'm going to try and uh, javelin this guy with the one free arm that I have. You've got one arm on the rope. Are you holding your shield? I uh, I would like to believe that I didn't have my shield in my hand whenever I was running and jumping, but if we're being honest, I probably have my shield in my hand. Um, but you can put your shield away and like throw a javelin. I'll allow that. Okay, I put I carefully and delicately with my movement put <laughs> the shield away and then I throw a javelin up. Uh, you put up your shield uh, and pull out a javelin, just like Link from Zelda, and you, uh... Oh, that Link. No, not, that Link. Not <laughs> okay. the next porn links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the next porn Link. You rip your uh, javelin from your shoulder and in one smooth motion throw it. Go ahead and give the attack roll. We'll see how smooth that motion is. That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. Nat 20, incredibly smooth. Nat 20! Uh, hell yes. So that's going to be a d6. Okay, what is that? What is that crit gonna look like for me? Because if you add smite, you'll double smite damage. Yeah, I'm gonna smite. I don't like this guy. I don't like that he's he's putting a, just just a level one smite. So that's two uh, d six and forty eight. Cool, 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 cool. Plus three. Yeah, of course. How many d eights? Four d eight. Because it's usually two d eight. You double it with a crit. Sixteen. <laughs> twenty one. Twenty two. I hit him for twenty two damage. Plus three. Twenty four damage. Damn. No. What? That's 20, 25. That'd be 25. 22 plus 3. Oh, sorry. With one javelin? <laughs> he has smite. Yeah. Oh, you smote. On a crit. <laughs> crit smite. Well, heave that javelina, my friend. That is what paladins are built for. Insane crit yeah. damage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you throw your shield on your back. It catches a hook. Rip a javelin out in one smooth motion. Toss it straight up. It sticks in this thing. And rather than its blood uh, immediately dripping down, you see light bursts out of the wound and then a ton of its blood drops <laughs> down onto your face. <laughs> it smells alcoholic as it hits your face. I open my mouth. Uh, you get a little buzzed as it goes into your gullet. I get a little bugsed. You get a little bugsed. Yeah. Polly, tell me I didn't just see you do what I think you saw I saw you do. <laughs> no, Mendo, you're also uh, looking up at this thing. You can also <laughs> catch some blood in your mouth. I, does, it, does it smell like alcohol? <laughs> it does smell like alcohol. Can we homebrew an, an alcoholic sense? Well, I'm going to catch it in a, like, a, like a mug maybe first. <laughs> you hold out a coffee mug <laughs> into the shaft. Uh, Andre, can we homebrew an a, uh, alcoholic sense? Then we can tell when things are alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, you you sniff it on, <laughs> you taste it on your Oof. your little antenna. I feel like at this point we have uh, advantage against to determining if something's alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> this thing screeches and is not very happy with you, Polly. Go ahead and give me a strength saving throw to hang on to this rope as it continues to reel you up. That's a 14. Uh, 14 fails. <gasps> what? Uh, it rips your hand from the rope. And you get pulled. My up. boy! 
All the way up to this uh, thing. It's it's full furious trying to attack you. It is going to uh, hit you with uh, a multi-attack. A multi-tap? The thing for PlayStation? Yeah, multi-attack. Ah, that makes more sense. You know what? That just reminded me that I get two attack ro- I get I get a bonus attack now. I just level fived up for future reference. But because it reeled you in, it'll only get one attack. Rolls a nat one. Wow. Uh, you're right up in this thing though. It has dragged you up. And now that you're up at the top of this shaft, you can see that it splits off like a T in, uh, to your left and right. There are two passageways. You can't get a good look immediately at what's in them because you've got a giant albino spider in your face. But uh, mm. this thing is trying to dig into you with like little hands with claws instead of mandibles that are trying to like scratch it through your armor. Mm. Uh, but it's very unsuccessful right off the bat. Um, <laughs> uh, can I see if there's like any webbing or stuff that I could like, if I wanted to stick to on my own? Like if I Yeah, could- it's, it's like coating the ceiling of this passageway. Uh, that will be the cave fisher's turn as Roland's turn. Roland uh, moves up to the edge, looks up, and goes ah, <laughs> and he Mendo takes Mendo takes a sip from his mug. And goes, it's not that scary. Oh god, he doesn't have anything with the range uh, <laughs> to hit this thing. Oh wait, he does have. He 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 pulls out like from his bag. He pulls out like a what looks like a flamethrower handle, <laughs> and it's like a a. Yeah, like a like a huge rod with like a, a flame thrower thing at the end, uh, and he casts scorching ray with it. Mm, what an interesting invention, Roland. My kind of guy. So he make three attacks with his scorching ray gun. Nineteen, a sixteen, a ten. So he hits with two and does. 12 damage with uh, two rays of fire that he blasts out of this gun he pulled out of his backpack. All right. And this thing is not looking happy. It's looking very burnt and pierced and fucked up in a lot of different ways. How alcoholic is his blood? (laughs) Very. It's like incredibly strong moonshine, make you go blind if you drink too much of it stuff. Okay. Uh, That is Leaf Jim's turn. Does Leaf Jim recognize this creature? Has she ever seen it before? Uh, so you run over to the edge, you look up at it. Uh, give me a nature check. I rolled a 12. Uh, you haven't really seen this thing before, but it's, uh, you know, it's an ambush predator and it's probably not as good in engaging in mass combat. Hmm. Okay. I was going to use Moonbeam. Uh, yeah, you want to lean out here and blast upwards? Yeah, because it has a range of 120 feet. Uh, is it a saving throw or an attack roll? It is a saving throw. Um, uh, it has to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution save, got it. Uh, rolls a 19. <laughs> so sorry. So it takes half. Cool. Roll that damage. Um, that's going to be three. So three total. Yeah. Uh, great. He gets a little tan from the moon. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I do want to also say, I don't know. Uh, I feel like maybe I should say this part just in case, but a shapeshifter makes it saving throw with disadvantage. Okay, it, it does not. Uh, yeah, you, you blast a moonbeam upward. Uh, a little bit of silvery light uh, trickles into this cavern and starts roasting it. I believe you can like keep damaging it, right? It's a concentration for up to one minute, so I think it's kind of a... Oh yeah, so it, you keep the beam on it. It starts to sizzle at this thing's skin, but it doesn't get through its outer layer of chitin quite yet. And then that ends your turn, Leafjim? It does. Great. Uh, back to Mendo. 
Uh, you guys are all like on your backs, facing up, trying to blast this thing with all your stuff. Oh, uh, what is Rumi doing right now? Rumi is hiding. She's like, "What the fuck is going on?" As she was told to do in combat. Oh, that's right. We said we said stay out of dodge, Rumi. Yeah. I don't want her to throw any knives up. Yeah. <laughs> True. I'll do it if you want me to. I no, will. No, I just, I just, uh, just stay over there. I can throw it twenty feet. No, darling, it's okay. We, we, we can handle this. She's behind a, a comically large stalagmite or stalactite. <laughs> it's actually the same shape as her. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Polly being? Is he still like uh, uh, in a goo, like a web thing, pulling him up? Uh, yeah, he's still attached to the filament. How far up? How far up uh, is he? He is yeah. almost entire. He's 25 feet up. I would like to stay up here. I say down. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, shouts down. It's only going to get worse. Are you sure it's only going to get worse? It's bleeding a lot. I'm a little drunk, so I don't really have a good um, <laughs> good grasp on the situation. <laughs> I, I mean, I can shoot. I could try to shoot you down. Not you, but I think uh, I think it's a lost cause. Just try and kill it, please. Your funeral. Uh, yep. Let's uh, let's get some more Eldritch bolts up there. Roll them up. Seventeen again. Hits. Ooh, fourteen. Does not hit. So one of your beams hits the other one. Runs into it. You try to get too fancy. It hits the other beam. Deflects off into the cave wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at this point. After he said, "Don't do it," I'm just like sipping that blood, that spit, and just gonna. And that was eight damage. Eight damage. All right, this thing is not looking super healthy. It's Polly's turn. You're within five feet of it. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna flail. I'm gonna give it a go. Actually. What would a shield bash even do to this thing if I was a... Oh, my shield's not even in my hand. Never mind. It would knock it prone, which would knock it off the wall. Uh, how the hell does it... Oh, I was going to say, how do you knock something prone up? <laughs> am I... Okay. Uh, <laughs> it goes down. Just for visualization purposes, am I being held to the ceiling by this... By its filament, correct. If you knocked it down, you would also fall. Okay. Uh, can I... Is there any sub, anything that I can reach out and grab right now that's going to give me some something... <laughs> Yeah, you look around, uh, you see there's a shaft to the left of you, a shaft to the right. Shafts are to the left of me. Left me shafts shafts to the right, right, right. I'm stuck in the middle with you. Love shaft. <laughs> Love, Love shaft, shaft baby. baby. All right, so to your left, there is a tunnel that extends uh, about 15 feet and then ends with an iron grated door. And then to your right, there's a shaft covered in this sticky filament uh, and you can see a couple of skeletons and just the silhouette of a humanoid in this dim light that's been tied up by filament. That's the the kitchen and the bathroom. This thing shits where it eats. I see. It big time does. Okay. Y- you don't see that humanoid moving, but uh, it's not rotted either. Okay. Now you're hanging uh, by your chest in the middle of this vertical shaft. Uh, if I reach out and grab for some of the filament to the side, will I have time to shield bash and attack? I would say you can take an action to swing and get yourself firmly onto one side or the other. Uh, hmm. Because then I can't, because then I can't bash either. Is your bash an action or a bonus action? It's a bonus action, but I can only do it when I attack. Okay. I'm going to stay right here. I will go flail. I'm going to try and flail this guy. I'll figure some swinging out later. You reach behind your back again, pull out your flail, roll for bonk. Rolling for a bonk. Roll for bonk. Bonk that boy. Oh man, that's a nine. That's not gonna hit. 
Okay. You, you, you don't hit. You just, uh, it, one of the little claws that was digging into you grabs the ball of your flail and throws it back at you. Ah, uh, but then I take that momentum and then I use it for my bonus attack, which is a 12. 12 does not hit. Uh, cool. Once again, you guys are playing tetherball with the flail. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, anyway, that's the end of my turn then. All right. That's going to be this guy's turn. Cool. So he's going to swing once with his little fingers. His fingers do not penetrate your armor. That is it team. feels so gross. It feels very violating. <laughs> That's a 21 on the second attack. Uh, and this thing is going to scratch you up. Yeah, he's going to scratch me. Uh, for seven slashing damage. Shit. Okay. It just gets a couple scratches at your face. And it doesn't feel very good. Not his beautiful face. My beautiful face. Are you sure you don't want help down? It looks like you're, he's messing you up. I'm just... uh, her, falling is going to be worse than not falling, dude. You're going to fall. If you killed this thing, right? Uh, anyway. Find good footing. That is Roland's turn. Let's see, he used his blasts. Why don't you make that spider much smaller than it should be? <laughs> mm, I might be able to do that. <laughs> Are we sure we want to do that? <laughs> we have a whole cave in front of us, guys. <laughs> I mean. This is this is 200 feet of this cave, is this thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have a few more blasts. And he uses his scorching ray gun again. Miss. Hit. Hits with two again. Does 10 damage to this thing. And it is not looking healthy. Very good shot, Roland. Thank you. I made it myself. <laughs> yes, I, I'm aware of that. You're right, I just like to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Anyway, that's your turn after you leave him. Well, hmm. Uh, he tips his fedora. <laughs> oh, God, he's wearing a fedora. I, uh... Of course I am. It's the highest fashion entirely. It's, he's not wrong. It's not a trilby. You swine. <laughs> no need for name calling. All right. Anyway, I'm going to move my move, my moonbeam. Right. We should focus. Yes. I'm going to try to burn this creature a little bit more. Yeah. You shine your spotlight on him. Do I need to roll to hit again or? Uh, he rolls, right? Oh, yeah. Wait, you just keep it on him. So doesn't that free up your action? Read me the whole moonbeam spell. He rolled in that 20, so he'll take half damage anyway, but do read me that. Long ago. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a 5-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, a dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain and it must make a constitution saving throw. Polly, give me a constitution saving throw for your last turn. Great. Oops. My last turn. Uh, that is an... 18. Uh, you take half damage, which was three for the previous time we did this. Uh, can I tr can I try and get my shield right in the way on my back? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> oh, man. Yep, this thing, Polly is fully within the range of this thing. I hear some buzzing on someone's mic. Like a beep? Sounds like a fax machine. I also hear it. Whoa. Oh, is it you, Lex? No, was, saw you say something. Something. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're a robot. I'm a robot? You've got robot voice. Oh, no. Can you not hear that? All right, let's pause record. Pausing. Technical issues resolved. Sorry, I wanted to be a robot. Leaf Jim, uh, that is your turn. You have been, you don't have to do any actions to keep your moonbeam going, but it, Polly is within its cylinder. So he will continue to take that damage if you don't dispel it. 
Otherwise, uh, you can do anything else with your action as well. Oh. I think dispelling it does not take an action. You just simply stop I just concentrating. Simply stop concentrating. I, I I didn't realize. I'm sorry, my boy. I didn't know it hurt you. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm fine. You can just move it to the side for a while and then bring it back. <laughs> I just realized Polly should have made that saving throw with disadvantage because he's a shapeshifter. Oh no! I'm not a real shapeshifter. I'm just a shifter. I don't turn into anything. I just can kind of move. I don't think that that's how that works. Towing lines. We're towing lines here. But Leaf Jim, you, uh, your moon beam uh, retreats back into your hand and you can take the rest of your turn. <sighs> yes, I don't want to hurt my boy. Uh, it sound, you make it sound like a Care Bear stare. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> it is. It's like me opening my arms, trying to hug put love into the creature, just like love it to death. <laughs> and instead burning everything in its <laughs> Um Okay, let, let me see. Well, that was a bad idea. I'm sorry. Let's continue. Hmm. I'm going to use Entangle. Okay, uh, tell me what that does. So grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square. I don't know if that's going to work, actually. The ceiling is also the ground. Because we're in a cave. <laughs> I will allow for that relativity nonsense. Okay. <laughs> From a point within range, for the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. Okay. Oh, it's a is it a, a restraint kind of thing? Yes, it is a restraining thing. I don't. Will that work in this situation? Oh, keep reading it. Okay. A creature in the area when you cast the spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. The creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. When the spell ends, the conjured plants wilt away. Uh, that will work in this scenario. Yeah, it won't do any damage per se, but it will like, it would be good for Polly too, I guess, because I, you know... Yeah, the worst thing that happens is that now I don't fall to the ground. <laughs> I, I don't want him to fall, so. Can I use this? Yes, here's what that will do. If this cave fissure dies, it will remain stuck to the ceiling and Polly will remain dangling. He won't fall through the shaft, okay. so that, that will help. It will also give the creature disadvantage on attack rolls. Yes. You want to do that? Yes. Strength saving throw. Roll a four. <laughs> yeah. You guys see there's like a, a little porous bits at the top of the cave and all of a sudden vines burst through them, crack them as these grasping vines ensnare the uh, legs of this cave fissure and it is pulled up against the wall mm -hmm. and its claws can now barely reach you, Polly. It is restrained, has zero movement speed and must uh, make its attack rolls with disadvantage. Suck it! Anything else, Leaf Jim? No, I, I just want to let Polly know that I, I got him. I have you. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Mendo, that is your turn. Woo! Attack rolls against it also have advantage. Woo! Oh, Mendo. So I have to roll twice for every attack? Uh, correct. You take the higher. I mean, you don't have to. You can... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. You know, nothing creative to be done at the moment. I'm going to take another good sip of that uh, sweet, sweet spider spit and uh, throw them Eldritch Bolts. Oh, damn, the higher of the two is 13. Does not hit. Ah, there we go, 20, uh, a bastard 20. The bastard 20 hits. Woo, almost max, 12. Nice, Very nice. Uh, an additional 12 damage to this guy. Do some math here. Hey guys, welcome to the part of the show where we do math. Mm, welcome to Mendo's Math Corner. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Mendo's Math Corner. Step one, 
Drink. Step two. Fuck this. <laughs> Mendo, finish him. Yeah. Big old uh, chug of that, swig of that uh, spider spit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> searching around, shooting one, that whole thing. So both of them arc off. You know what? That first one, it didn't fucking miss. It combined <laughs> yeah. with the second one just to create one larger Eldritch Bolt that slams right into the sucker, inflaming everything. It's whole, uh, what do you call that? Spit, which was very alcoholic, catches on fire. The whole thing flames out. Fire starts dripping just a little bit. It avoids Polly, but a little bit down. <laughs> and Mendo catches a handful of it with a big, in his mug, which is fiery spit alcohol. You get a flaming shot. Yeah, I was about to say, I drink it like one of those crazy shots in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Blows it out and chugs it. <laughs> you all right, Polly? Yeah. You see Polly is dangling from an on-fire spider 30 <laughs> feet above your head. I gotta say, uh, a little scary, but also I feel a little badass right now. How are we going to get him down? Uh, I'm going to... Can I go ahead and swing over? I want to swing over to see the... Yeah, you can swing over. I want to swing over to the the one with the, the guy all, in, all entombed in webs. Yeah, you swing over to that ledge to your right, uh, and there's filament around you, but between the entanglement and this burning, uh, some of its filament was infused with that alcohol, so it's all been kind of weakened by like a flash of fire that spreads over this cave, so it's sticky like a movie theater floor rather than a Mm. restraining filament. (laughs) It's the worst kind of sticky. (laughs) It is, it's just sticky enough to feel it. Uh, (laughs) The slight pull against the sole of your shoe. Yeah, every time I gotta walk, I gotta gotta make an effort. Um, I'm gonna walk up to this, uh, can I tell this, this unlucky dude is still... You get closer, and with your dark vision now, you can see that this guy that's all webbed up is, in fact, a bug. It's a six foot four creature with orangey. You can actually only see in grayscale in dark vision unless you spark up a light of some kind. Mm-hmm. You can use your fuel rod. Just a little bit. Yeah, I'll give a little flashy flash. Pull out your glow stick. <laughs> and you see that this thing is red and orange splotched carapace. And it has like a kind of an ant-like head with long antenna just extending like two feet out of its head. Hello, are you sentient? It opens, its eyes flicker open and it weakly starts pulling against its uh, bindings. It goes scatter, 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 scatter. Oh, oh no, I'm so sorry. What language is that? Yeah. <laughs> It starts clicking and moving its antenna up and down. And Polly, you start to get like a little bit of ooh, something coming into your antenna. Ooh, I'm getting some, am I getting some, uh... Signals. Ooh, can I... First, it's emotions. It's fear is, is what you get first. That's it. But you don't get specific words. It's very empathic, so I'm also getting fearful. So now I'm also going skitter, 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 skitter. Uh, what can I do to try and uh, decode this? code break his um you could go beast mode you could give me like a nature check uh i'm gonna give a nature check first we'll see if that yeah polly what are you doing up there are you all right oh oh yeah I got... is there any more of that spit uh i uh i screwed out to say i found someone or something a friend or not a friend i can't tell yet you can give me a raw charisma check Ooh. since that's your spell casting modifier and it's person to person That'll be bug to bug. A sixteen. Sixteen passes. You you Am I talking to a bug? You start to mimic his antenna movements with your own, just instinctually. You see 
uh, <laughs> Twinkie pops out of your uh, little necklace. Oh, is he also doing it? <laughs> and he also starts moving his little antenna up and down until you find the frequency and you hear a voice in your head. Help me, help me, get me out of here. I say, I'm here to help, but you're a friend, right? You you can understand me. Then I am a friend to you, friend. Oh, uh, we're going to be good friends. Uh, what's your name? Skitter. Skitter? Skitter, your name is Skitter? My name is, my name is, my name is Skitter Scud. Oh, I love that name. Is that a family name? I don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. We could talk about it later. Uh, uh... Yes, please. So, um, I've, uh, thank I, you. Thank you so much. You're so brave. Uh, I've got friends downstairs, too, uh, down in the lower tunnel. So just just be aware. Of course. OK, uh, I cut him out. I, I like this guy. What's happening? Why do I hear a lot of weird skittering? I found a friend. Skitter, skitter, skitter. <laughs> oh. oh, but I'm saying it in my in, <laughs> You're still speaking it. <laughs> I'm still speaking it in bugs. So it's just like. <laughs> are, are you dead? Huh? Is this what happens when you die? <laughs> Don't say that, Mendo. Well, I want to know. Is this what happens when you die? You see Polly on his back with his legs in the air. Yeah. I've, I've also like, uh, what is it? I've gone like full bow-legged and I'm scratching one leg against the other and making cricket sounds. Um, Whoa, don't get too horny in front of me, man. I don't know you like that. Uh, is he cute to me? Uh, Yeah, he's cute. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, I cut him out. Thank you so much. My family will be so worried. They, we were traveling through here to try and get out of the desert and uh, this thing pulled me up. I think my family got through, though. I, I told them to leave me behind. Well, that was the correct choice, because now you're also okay. Skitter. <laughs> Scud. <laughs> That's me. Um, shall we descend, friend? Yes. Uh, do we just climb down? Do you have a rope? Do you have any sort of... <laughs> you have a rope. You're No, he... Oh, I have a rope. Okay, I got a rope. No, the, the thing ate my backpack. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at how dumb that thing is. It's dumb, right? I know. It ate a backpack. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, fucking dumbass. Okay. Arachnids, am I right? <laughs> yeah, they don't know. Why do I hear a lot of pretentious skittering? Skittering. What's happening? Skitter scud. Are you alive? Polly, please say something so I know you're okay. Skitter skitter. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I don't hear, if you don't say you're okay, I'm just going to assume it came back to life and fireball the whole ceiling. Uh, I'm climbing down right now, and then I just say, friend, we got a friend. Oh. Oh. So you said this, oh, that's a very large friend. Is there anything else up there besides a person? Uh, bones and a door. A door? Should we check out the door? Skitter. I need to find my family, Skitter. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? Did, uh, uh, Skitter Scott, uh, did you ever see anything come in or out of that door? I did. Orcs. Uh, they fed the creature. Uh, hey guys, there's some orcs here and they're bad guys. Just so you know. What? Uh, I don't, there's a door up there, but I don't recommend that we go through it. It sounds like it's a bad thing. Uh, you climb down. You guys are on the opposite side now uh, of the gap that you leapt across. Oh, okay, we yeah. tried to leap across. <laughs> yeah. We figured it out. We got across. <laughs> I run across again <laughs> in a different... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Fisher catches me. Yeah, you still jump, doing long jumps back and forth across this thing all day long. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, guys, this is Skitter Scud. Uh, he's a friend. Oh. Uh, he doesn't quite speak any of our languages on account of the whole... As you get close to your companions, mm -hmm. you start twitching your own antenna around them in the patterns that Skitter Scud's, of Skitter Scud's language. And guys, you guys start to hear Polly in your head. Oh. oh. 
What's happening? No, no. One voice, two, well, minimum two voices in my head at a time. Who's that other voice? <laughs> who did you let in? Yeah, shut up. That's not that. I, I don't, I don't even know who you are. It doesn't matter. <sighs> oh, uh, Polly, it's interesting. Uh, I didn't know you were a ventriloquist. Uh, uh, but what? Uh, what's happening? Okay, too many voices. Lips move. You can also hear Leaf Jim's voice in your head now. Everyone can hear everyone's voice in their head. Uh, this is Skitter Scott, and he gives us telepathy, apparently, but it's like. A- mm, this gives me an idea for an invention. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, can you guys all hear that? Oh, <laughs> I, uh, what are you, okay, you shut up. Oh, uh, I can't stop thinking. I'm so smart. Wait, I'm sorry. Just don't make I heard, out loud. I've been hearing a lot of voices. I, I, I know one Skitter's got one's Roland, but what was the other one? And not, not Polly. That one didn't come through. Oh, okay. Uh, Mendo's demon did not come okay. through. Uh, can Skitter Scott hear me thinking, he's pretty cute? If you want him to. <laughs> uh, you have to twitch the antenna. Uh... I'm gonna hold on to that one for now. I'll hold on to that. So this ability, so this ability is called Telepathic Hub. When you're within 30 feet of allies of yours, you can choose to allow them into your telepathic hub and communicate across telepathically uh, through you. Skitter Scud can communicate through you to your party members. Your party members can communicate with each other, all that. Is this only with Skitter Scud or who, who's doing this? This is Polly. Oh. What? Oh, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so write down telepathic hub under abilities. You just made my whole day, Andre. <laughs> why Why am I hearing this? Why? What's happening? It's a ancient tradition of my people to speak with our minds. It seems your friend bridges the gap. Oh, speaking of bridging gaps, how are we going to get across this uh, big gap in the cave? We did, right? Is Skitter Scud two names or one? Skitter Scud is one name, of course. (laughs) Well, I apologize. Yes, uh, so how are we going to get across this this crevasse? Rumi, who was not in range, just sees you guys all standing silently. (laughs) I am not silent. I'll just say that right now. Mendo is freaking out just a little bit. Um, Andre, we are across the crevice now, right? Um, those of you who have jumped across have, uh, you see Skitter Scud says, give me a rope, I will- Okay, cool. Yeah, you guys can, uh, tie some, some ropes and help some people across. Uh, you guys all get to the other side. Cool. Hello, Skitter Scud, it's very nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Sally Leaf Jim Grinzaya. I'm from High Harvest, uh, that is until it was burned down by a fire elemental cultist. Uh, why are you here? My name is Skitter Scud, I am from a rock. Somewhere in the desert. Oh. I have... Wait, a rock or a rock? <laughs> a space rock. <laughs> a space rock. I You're from a space rock? I don't know where the rock came from, so I can't rule that out, but... I, I mean, I guess we're all from a space rock when you think about Whoa, it. Whoa, that's fucking deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Have you been hitting that sun leaf, Mendo? <laughs> you guys have sun leaf. I mean, I haven't since I've been in my 20s, but if you have some... Skitter, skitter. <laughs> what, let's let's find your family first. He's looking for his family. <laughs> Need to keep my wits about me. Yes, my family, my wife, my wife, Skaddleskid, and my children, Skitcat and Skiskiskiska. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful name. Is Skitscat an M- Thank you. MC? Is it MC Skitscat? Uh, it's Skitcat. Skitcat. Um, I, I hear him say wife and I quietly go, like I'm quietly to myself, like, good, I didn't let him know he was cute. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I think we should continue down the cave now. I think that now we know there's... Well, if you would like to stay with us until you find them, maybe we'll come upon them. Safety in numbers, you know. Or if if you're heading this way, I would be happy to join you. Yeah, also liability in numbers. Why am I the only one? It's fine. No, speak your mind. <laughs> in Thrykreen society, it is forbidden to keep secrets. I'm not 
no no offense, I'm not part of your society. You're in the hub, <laughs> so you're one of us. Skitter, skitter. When in the hub, do as the Thyrakians <laughs> do, right? I've, I've heard that phrase. <laughs> right, Kreen. Mendo starts shooing away flies. I'm not in. <laughs> you're it's engulfed fine. in bugs um, and also refusing to do the bug man thing. Look at you. Look at you, a bug man. Well, it's. I'm not exactly choosing. It doesn't matter. There was nothing else up there. A door. Orc door. Great. Uh, We're moving. I think we should move through the cave now, knowing that there are orcs and orc adjacent monsters that are terrible and horrible. We could just use their door and get them from behind. I don't want to go into the orc hive. Chuck a fireball in her. That should get rid of like 60% of them. Fire solves all problems. Well, I don't know about that, but we should we should keep our wits about us and we should be on the lookout. Uh, is there, would Leaf Jim know any orc tricks to look out for? Orc tricks? <laughs> do they have any special traps that they like to do? You know, any orc warfare? Give me a history check. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm also going to do one. I took a, a practicum in orc uh, <laughs> trickery. One credit hour in orc trickery. I got a 16 in orc trickery. I got a 16 too. Um, so you guys both know that orcs tend to prefer melee combat, that they worshipped Groomsh, uh, a, a war-loving god of orcs. But during the last war, they turned to the god Bane, the god of tyranny, and they fought their forces against the forces of good that won, kind of, <laughs> uh, like Bahamut and allies, allied pantheon gods, who all united against the god of tyranny, Bane. They were defeated. And Bane was subsequently stripped of his divinity, which have left a sort of deity gap for the orcs. But you know that in combat, they tend to prefer to get up close and personal, and they have abilities that allow them to do that more easily. They're not much for trap making, although if they did, it would be something martial rather than magical. I don't think we have anything to worry about. If they're going to come at us, it's going to be pretty much a frontal assault, so... Yeah, they're going to back us into a corner and try and put us down or whatever. Skitter, skitter. Skitter, scud. So we go on the offense. I think that we try to not engage at all. We need to get through this cave as quick as we can. As quick as we can. (laughs) Wait, isn't our... Wait, aren't we trying to... Are we trying to find a path through or to set something up to get everyone else through? Oh, that's actually a question I have. So there's We're trying to get through so we can negotiate and open up the pass, the valley pass. Yes. So we just have to go through this once. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Polly? I'll, yeah, I'll go first and then Skitter Scud can go in the... Actually, no, Skitter Scud goes first and then we go in the back. <laughs> I must find my family, Skitter Skitter. He's been in the cave longer than we have. He knows some of, the, some of what's up, so... So you guys... Head out. We add Skitter Scud to the front of the marching order. Oh, gosh. How many voices can you do, Andre? How many can you keep up? Uh, I'm out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a, how's that bug butt for Polly? Uh, you check out Skitter Scud's ass. Um, it's sharp. Roll for butt. It's sharp. Yeah, I'll roll for sharpness. Roll for sharpness. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my saving throw for... That's a 12. That's a fairly sharp ass. That's a pretty, it's an okay, it's an okay butt for a dad, gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that fertilizer sprays. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head down the tunnel. It continues to twist and turn, but remains, you know, relatively uh, without deviation uh, until it opens up to a large cavern. Uh, this is like maybe a hundred feet in diameter. 
You see that it's dotted with pillars, stalagmites and stalactites, as well as boulders surrounded by small rubbly rocks. So you enter this room and you see that there are several tunnels. There's the one you came from, and then directly ahead, it seems that almost like a continuation of this tunnel goes forward, uh, directly ahead of you. Another one deviates off to the right, this 10 foot wide tunnel. It's dotted with pillars though, that make it almost like a cage. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you'd have to squeeze between those pillars. And then there's also a shaft in the ground, it doesn't extend through the ceiling, but like a hole in the ground that you can see. Besides that, the cavern is unadorned and lightless. Would you guys all give me perception checks as you enter? Yeah, that's... Ooh. Mm. It's an 11 for me. It's a natural one. <laughs> 15! Well, I mean... 18? Yeah. 15. 15. Uh, with the highest, Mendo, you hear rushing water coming from straight ahead. You hear some skittery movement uh. coming from the tunnel to the right. And you don't hear anything from the hole. Skitter, skitter, what have you heard? Skittering water and nothing. How, how, it, the, where, the, how deep does that hole look? Skittering, my family. Bro, oh, oh. You, you want to go over to the hole and check it out? Yeah, how, how deep is that sucker? You, you walk up to it, peer over its edge. It appears to drop down. You have this crazy devil vision. It appears to drop down 20 feet into like a bare dirt floor. Okay, well, that's just a hole. There's a stalagmite right next to it that you can tie something to. Stalagmites come from the ground, right? Yeah. Stalag, G for ground. Stalag, C for ceiling. Got it. Yeah, hang on tight. Got it, got it, got it. I'm going to go over to the skitter door and just listen to see if I can tell what kind of skittering it is. It's almost like a curtain of thin pillars of stone. Okay, can I tell if it's good skittering or bad skittering? Give me a, a roll for skitter insight. <laughs> <laughs> roll for skitter? Roll for Skitter. And uh, Skitter Scud has joined you. I have to say Skitter so much in this <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> you did it. Uh, that's going to be uh, a 10. 10. Sounds like average Skittering. <laughs> uh, does he... Can he tell? He's got He's got family of Skitters. It must be them. And he starts squeezing his way between the pillars. Wait. Hold on. Just... No. <sighs> I'm not answerable to you, Firestarter. I'm not... I'm not... Skitter, skitter. Against that name. So is it a prison? Uh, are you going to come back out or? Can we break this down? Polly, would you break these pillars? Don't break the pillars. That what? seems like a bad plan. Why? We're in a cave. Yes, let's break things in a cave. In this whole cave, you think these four, these thin prison-like pillars are load-bearing? These are the, the pillars that hold up the whole cave? And you would be arrogant enough to presume you know. Mendo, there's a certain balance to these sorts of things. We when we just can't come in and tell the cave how it should and shouldn't look by knocking down these these pillars. Skitter, skitter. We already set a whole cave spider on fire. I I think we can. The druid knows. Uh, I'm gonna follow Skitter Scud. Uh, if, the, if we can hear the skittering, it probably isn't that far away, and hopefully we find the family. Most likely, I just would like to know that maybe I could help him escape if. He needs it. Yeah, you head through with Skitter Scud. You guys make your way through these little pillars and you round the corner and you see a little Thrycreen family huddled in an opening. He goes, Skitter, Skitter. They go, Skitter, Skitter. <laughs> skitter oh, skitter, it's skitter, adorable. Skitter, skitter. 
Um, am I close enough to relay this happening so that they can also experience it? Uh, no, they are out of your hub range at this point. Okay. Uh, but you see they all touch antennas in the middle, skitter, 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 and they share mm. a bunch of chemical thought. Hell yeah. Uh, then we'll say, uh, hey guys, uh, we got some, we got a party that's trying to make its way through. You want to, you want to come on back and then we can help? He, he turns back to them, skitter, 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 skitter. You can catch that he's asking how they've been, what's what's going on. They said they started to head down the tunnel in front of them, but they heard movement and turned back. They were hoping, praying that he would find safety. She was just trying to protect her children. This was just a few hours ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's some important information. That's good to know. I cannot thank you enough for saving myself and my family. I feel that I shouldn't bring my children any further into this danger, though. Maybe, actually, maybe we should just send, we have a party of people waiting in the, waiting at the mouth of the cave. Maybe I could write you a little note so that they know that you're friends and then y'all can go uh, wait with the other refugees while we try and get. You, you can stick it on my antenna like it's a windshield wiper. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good. Skitter, skitter. I am so grateful to you. You, and he puts a little <laughs> claw thing, <laughs> little <laughs> leg on your shoulder. You are a friend to all bugs. Oh, I love it. Thank you for the superpower. Uh. I didn't give you anything. Look, this is very touching. We should we should keep moving. You don't even know this is happening. You're looking at a hole in a pile of dirt. We're not here. Yeah, I'm having, a, I'm having an emotional moment with a family. I'm standing with Rumi kind of in the middle of the cavern back home. Like, you know, Ficus and I went on a date in a cave once. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, you, you got a natural one. How was that? <laughs> Polly, I hear, like, emotional skittering. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, it sounds absolutely terrifying from the outside <laughs> without any translation. <laughs> As someone with a demonic, echoey voice in my head, that's, that's fine. Uh, we're going to walk back, and I'm going to relay that uh, they're going back. They're going to go back to the safe way. Now they kind of know the way back, and... Um, the way through the pillars doesn't seem like the greatest idea. There's some big stuff moving around in there. Um, Mendo, you are standing around this this hole holding your mug of gross uh, cave fisher blood. <laughs> it's really thick. It's incredibly thick. Ugh. A very viscous drink. It's like a jello shot that melted Ooh. in the middle of the day. <laughs> no. It's a hot jello shot. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to add that to the drink list. Yeah, oh. do that. <laughs> and you, let's never have a party where we do this. <laughs> uh, Mendo, you, standing near this hole with your mug full of cave fisher blood, you hear a voice in your head. Oh, wow, this again. Drink deep and descend. What? What? Drink deep and descend. Okay, you're starting to sound turned on. That's kind of creeping me out. Just, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, if you want me to do something, you might want to not... Drink deep and descend. <laughs> That's better. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I just got it out faster. <clears throat> oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you hear this? I, I'm talking to the imp. What was it? What, Victor? Ivan goes, yeah, I think we should go down, man. I smack the imp into the hole. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's better than hell. <laughs> What's down there? Um, bunch of art. I don't know. I'm not an art guy. <laughs> what? Art? What? Hold on. Okay. Get, wait, I have telepathy. Can I see through his crap? I think so. If you have voice of the chain master or something like that. I don't I don't think I have the feet that does it. I don't know what the normal the invocation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me let me just check. I have my 
it should be the find familiar spell. So whatever find familiar gives you is what you get. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't even... I continue talking to Rumi. Yes, we went on a very nice picnic. Inside a cave. Find familiar. (laughs) As an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. Cool. So yeah, you can see through its eyes. Let's do it. Inside a a picnic in a cave. Why didn't you just... um... Why a cave? Well, we both have dark vision, and we just wanted to throw fruit up at the bats and see them catch it. It was it was quite a fun game. I, I don't see any bats in here, though. Do I see any bats? There's no bats. No, I don't see any bats. <laughs> All right, I hope we find some. You guys see <laughs> as you and Rumi are having this casual conversation, Mendo starts speaking in tongues, <laughs> and his eyes roll back as he starts seeing through the imp's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mendo, you are now the imp. Uh, you're Ivan. Uh, your ass hurts because you just shoved you off of the <laughs> ledge. Huh. And yet you're crawling around real low to the ground. Hey, son of a bitch. Can't believe you shoved me. Whatever. I like pain. I'm I a can devil. legitimately hear you. And see, it's, it's fine. You, did you being John Malkovich me, you piece of shit? <laughs> I think so. But this is more entertaining uh, and less uh, scrambling for artistic merit. You don't like. <laughs> Wait, if I do this to myself, am I in a restaurant with a bunch of Ivans? I'm just gonna unsummon you if you keep doing this. Let's just check this place out. And you see through his eyes, he's been working his way th- down a tunnel. Oh shit! And uh, there seems to, he seems to not have been lying. There is in fact art, uh, although it's in the form of people have carved things into the walls down here, and also painted some murals that are chipping away. It seems they've been here a long time. And you see that these are shrines, uh, it would seem. Murals, shrines, altars of makeshift make, each with like a small gold coin offering at their base uh, to various deities of a lot of different kinds. But a lot of them are to Joaquin, a god of trade and travel uh, for safe passage. And that would explain the gold piece offerings. Mm. It seems that other people who have traveled through here, hoping for safe travel, safe smuggling, stuff like that, have made offerings. And you hear uh, through Ivan's head, through your own head, through Ivan's head, desecrate them. Ah, oh, 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 telepathic feedback. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, there's so much echoing. Oh, it's weird. Can someone, no, please put yourself on mute. Oh, when it- God. Oh, sorry, I didn't I didn't mute myself in Ivan's head when I went through yours. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like looking in a mirror in a mirror, and it's just like a stretchy, ah. Oh. You put the microphone right to the speaker and screamed in it. Oh. Are you still in my head looking through my eyes? I think so. All right. Yes. Are you really close to the ground, like a foot off the ground? I mean, I'm always about a foot off the ground. You're like three off the ground. Come on. I mean, don't, don't sell yourself short, man. It's Ivan. It's me. It's Ivan. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're constantly from a different place. You're a different section of Jersey. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not consistent. Every time I go to hell, they put a new accent in my head. Hey. <laughs> I just figured all of you, uh, there were several Ivans. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of us. <laughs> anyway, what? 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 Eh. Hello? Desecrate. Oh, there it is. Ah. I mean... I think he wants us to fuck this up. I got a jar of piss if you want to pour it on some of these uh, murals. Why? Why? You what? have a jar. <laughs> well, you want me to piss in your backpack? Come on. <laughs> well, no, but how do you already have a full jar? <laughs> All devils come with a jar of piss. I, well, then... Sounds like you don't know a lot of devils. I don't. I, um, simultaneously, I'm talking to... I'm now talking to Leaf Jim. Uh, just saying, like, hey, it uh, looks like Pillar... Uh, 
way is not good. Uh, I guess. Uh, there's some big stuff going on over there. And then I wouldn't go down the main path. It seems like that's the perfect way to get traps laid in front of you. And oh. it seems a little too, uh, too expected. Well, I guess that might just leave. I turn around and see Mendes like peering over the <laughs> hole and like uh, writhing in pain. Uh, oh, well. Little tiny flies. Mm-hmm. He's got little flies that are all around him that are also on fire. They're just, they're not dying. They're just burning little <laughs> uh, flies at the moment. I say, uh, it looks like Mendo's got the same idea in his own way. <laughs> yes. Well, should we, should we head down that way or? Is this a way to go? It, like from what I can see through uh, the imp? Uh, it seems like, okay, so he go, he reaches the end of this main tunnel that he's been traveling down and he reaches a little hub and you see six tunnels stretching off and away from the small cavern that he's entered into. This one has more shrines set up. Uh, There is one to Bahamut, as well as one to, like Leaf Jim's tramp stamp, the cycles of the moon in the wall, Uh, the symbol of Selene, a moon deity worshipped by moon druids, as well as uh, a number of people who live on the coasts uh, with a gold coin at its base. And you also see on the other side, is a symbol of Osmodius, the king of the nine hells, top devil. And his symbol is like three triangles facing each other and the gaps between them form like a Y. So it looks like a, it looks like a, a PC gaming accessories company. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are we all down here? We all see this at this point? No, no you're just looking through Ivan's eyes. This is what Ivan sees. And in between all of these altars and murals, there are cavern tunnels that twist off into various directions. There are six, including the one he came through. In Mendo's head. What do you think? All of them? Uh, yeah, that's a big boss man says desecrate all of them. I mean, I wouldn't typically, you know, desecrate a temple an altar to Osmodius, but if that's the order being handed down, I mean, hey, who am I to question things? Seems like a bad idea. Hey. All right. Go fuck him up. What <laughs> was that? Uh, you're trying to get Ivan to fuck him up? Yeah. All right. You got you, your piss start splashing. What do we find? What? Do, hey, how's everything going up here? <laughs> what do you mean up here? Uh, well, we think we need to go down there. We think that's the that's the plan. What do you think? Yes. You've been you've been looking over that hole retching for about 45 minutes. What do you know? 40? It felt like five. <laughs> no, you've been here for a while, darling. I had a whole emotional arc with a family back there while you were doing this. I, well, that... Okay, that sounds like you. Polly's still got tears in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a few tunnels down there. We could probably find somewhere to go. My torch is going out. Uh, are you still here? Yes, thankfully. Pol- Polly, give her a new torch. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. Sorry. I, I should have moved it a little more. Uh, why... Uh, now, Polly, why can't we go down the middle tunnel again? It, isn't that where we heard water? It seems like... Last time we went down the typical tunnel, it was there was a big old trap there. Maybe we should have seen it coming before we jumped into it, but who knows? Who could who could tell? I'm just saying that if there's orcs and they're trapping people, they're probably going to be sticking their traps right in the middle of the main tunnel. Oh, yes, that's that's pretty typical of orcs. They don't really get creative, do they? No, <laughs> they're like, what are they, arachnids? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Polly. <laughs> you hear from above a sk- skitter, skitter. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right, well, should we, shall we climb down then? That's what I'll think. I think the water, perfectly fine forward. There's a lot of paths down there. It's got to be really confusing. Might take too long. Oh, oh. yes. How many paths? Two, three? If it's three. S- six. Oh, that's twice as many options as we have right now. Hmm. 
and then there could be even more. You know. It could be seven. Is there, can I do a perception check to see what is the the road less traveled? Uh, if you go down there, yeah. If you, if you guys all go down there, you can check it out. And we can always just go scope out the water one. Yeah, I meant like of the three up here. Oh, yeah. Um, so the three up here, the one that ended with the family is a dead end. That's just where they were hiding. Uh, then there's the path down there, which, you know, leads to a bunch of shrines and more split paths. And then there's this one ahead of you, which is unexplored. But does it look like people have walked through it? You know, wear and tear. Uh, give me a survival check. Yeah. To tra- it's pretty rocky, so it'd be hard to find actual tracks. But give me a survival check as you check it out. <laughs> That's a nat one from Polly. Uh, it's a 13, though. 13, you can't get much information just from inspecting the tunnel itself, but the water seems to get louder. It seems like there's flowing water coming from this direction. Hmm. Are we good on water? I vote to the water. Water has a tendency to lead outside. Mendo, that's very unlike you. I thought you were more of a fire guy. Well. Oh, he used to love water parks. I mean, this guy was the king of the water slide, Megan Berdoa. Oh my goodness. We had a pretty sick water slide, I'm not even going to lie. Ah. Uh, Mendo's been looking down, down into that cave. I trust him if he doesn't think that we should go down. It's pretty messed up. I'm still down here. If you want to get me back up, I don't have a rope or anything. (laughs) It's pretty messed up down there. It's, uh, (laughs) I, I, I checked it on out. There's a lot of... Weird desecrated shrines and a lot of places to go. Just doesn't okay. seem desecrated shrines. Desecrated. Still stuck in the hole, guys. Desecrated. <laughs> they're, they're, I don't know. They've been desecrated. Doesn't. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> Before you got there, they were desecrated. Wow. Please. Who would do something like that? <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> we'll just unsummon him. Wait, is that? Ah! Where's Ivan? Another week. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's a week per second. <laughs> Per second? Wow. All right, well... (sighs) There was a lot of options down there, which by the time we get down there, it's going to take us another 45 minutes to figure out which way we want to go. Let's just go... Let's go explore the river cave and see... You know, let's see what we can find. Worst case scenario, it's a dead end and we turn around. Well, worst case scenario, it's a monster that kills us all and we don't get to turn around, but, you know... (laughs) That's fair. It's only, we've already That's had fair. that. We've already had that today. So we're we're ready. Okay. I mean, I, there could be more than one monster, Polly. But statistically, I mean, there's a bunch of orcs somewhere around here. There might be an orc king. That's when orcs get caught up with one another, and they're just like a whole bunch of orcs in one big ball. Oh, their little their little nubby orc tails all get entangled together somehow. Yeah. It's like their braids. They have long like war all braids. Right. And well. skull, and so. <laughs> all right. I guess we're in agreement. So we're gonna walk down the down the water cave. As we head to the water cave, can we take a split second break so I can use the bathroom? Okay, so you guys are heading into this tunnel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Great. Uh, you enter, and you see this tunnel extends deeper, and then it, it eventually curves up, and you're walking up a steep-ish hill, and then levels off ahead of you, and you hear the water getting closer and closer. It becomes difficult to hear anything else. Can we still hear, hear each other's thoughts? Yeah, good thing we can talk in our brains now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can talk in your brains. Roland is, is like, and then I won the Tarly's 32nd annual mm-hmm. tinkering competition over Leaf Jim. I am spellbound. I love hearing stuff like this. Yes, all right, yes. Mm-hmm. Leaf Jim's not amused. She's heard this all before. And, you know, 
She actually won the 31st uh, annual competition, but... Well, that was only because I couldn't enter because of my Mm -hmm, uh, arthritis was acting up. Uh, I thought it was your gout. (laughs) I I don't like... Don't tell them about my gout. (laughs) And you guys eventually come... uh, It starts descending once again. And uh, you see the edge of a little bit of dark water. This 10-foot wide tunnel, then after a little bit of this water opens up into a much larger cavern, although it's tough to see how large from... You guys are about 30 feet off from the water at this point. Uh, Is the water, like, in the way, or is it just there? The tunnel is descending, right? It's a 10-foot-wide tunnel. Mm -hmm. It becomes covered in water, uh, and then beyond that seems to open up into a larger cavern. Is it dark because we're in a cave or unnaturally, like, dark? The water seems to be, like, silty, Oh, I don't like that at all. Natural in a cave, of course. Um, Jam, Jam, do you know what this is? Do you know what this hmm. is? And you can hear the flowing water is very loud at this point. It seems like this is... Does it sound like maybe there's a uh, waterfall? Yeah, it sounds like a waterfall. It sounds like multiple waterfalls, even. Oh. Uh, you can see the water gently kind of lapping as though it's being moved by some serious force. I'll just say, as you get to the edge of it, you can see a little bit into this cavern... Uh, although the angle prevents you from fully seeing into it. It seems to be flowing from right to left with like a very light current. Does it look like anything's living in this? I want to... Give me a perception check. Yeah, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Again, you guys aren't even looking into the room proper at this point. Yes. Polly, I thought you weren't afraid of the dark. I thought you liked the dark. This is wet dark. This is different. Uh, my perception was a, was a seven. So you guys aren't really looking into it at this point. It was a 17, oh, sorry, 16. Yeah, you guys can't get a sense of any life forms in this water at all. Loud water combined with the silty water. Mm, This water is very silty. (laughs) Combined with the fact that you're not even in the room is, makes it incredibly hard to sense anything. I'm gonna gonna divine sense too. I just don't trust water at all. I'm gonna give it a good old sniff. You give it a sniff. Tell me exactly the wording of divine sense. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor. Uh, celestial fiend or undead? No, it doesn't seem like, uh, there's anything evil. That makes me even less trustful of the water. <laughs> All right. Shall I... T- Polly, I see you're very upset. Shall I turn into a fish here and maybe check out the scene? I will say the water doesn't seem deep. It seems like... It seems like right in front of you, it seems to only be, like, three feet deep. Which is deep for the short ones of you, but not really for Polly. <laughs> So I should probably walk across. Maybe somebody want to get on my back? Yeah, okay. Somebody who could kill stuff? Like I said, I can turn into something and uh, get into the water. But yes, why don't why don't you just cross? I think it's fine. We obviously didn't sense anything bad. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, Mendo, I give Mendo a little piggyback ride. And we're walking across. You guys walk and you walk into this uh, somewhat flooded cavern. It's super wide from right to left. It seems to extend like easily 100 feet. Uh, And then from your tunnel to a tunnel directly across from you, you see this tunnel ramps down and then there's a tunnel directly across from you that ramps back up, like continuing the tunnel that you've been traveling down. That tunnel is like 80 feet from where you currently are. This whole cavern is filled with about three foot deep water and there are occasionally islands that jut out of it, islands of rock and stalagmite. Islands in the stream? 
That is what we are. Highlands in the stream. That, that is what, what we are. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Phineas and I danced to that song. Was it after the picnic or before? Oh, no, it was at our wedding. <laughs> Canonically, Dolly Parton and, Ken- and uh, Kenny Rogers live in this world. 15 feet into this room, you come across, like you guys can crawl out and onto some rocks if you'd like. I'm, I'm on his back, so. Yeah, Polly, it's your decision. I would like to get on an island and stop for a second. <laughs> you hop onto this rocky outcropping, and then what are your passive perceptions? Mine is 13. Okay. <laughs> Mendo, you're like a nine, right? Oh, yeah. Passive perception is <laughs> not great. Polly, a javelin hits you in the shoulder as you feel a sudden s- spike of pain. You turn to where it came from, and you see from the southwest corner of the room like 40 feet west of the door that you guys came through, the cavern entrance that you guys came through, floating on top of a squashed water bug are three orcs. One of them is using a leg of this bug as an oar and using it to raft them around the water. One of them has a javelin ready, one of them has just thrown. Uh, You hear uh, a war cry from now again behind you in the northeast corner of the room, another squashed water bug being used as a raft, but this one's being pulled by another water bug wrapped in chains while an orc whips it forward. And you see that they were essentially like battleshipped behind (laughs) some of these rocky outcroppings waiting for someone to wade into the water. And they have launched their attack against you. You see these gray skinned orcs yell out, Battle! Man your stations! Oh no. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. Uh, Gosh dang it! I knew it! Well, we did know orcs like to choose the most obvious way, and uh, <laughs> we really can't be that surprised. We can be happy that the that the, the skitter scuttles did not go down this way. <laughs> the skitter scud family is safe in their little cave. But we'll find out what happens to the party next time on Ding Dang Pod. Here's a preview. Fireballs are incoming. (laughs) How big are the water bugs in this world? Oh, God. All right, prepare for this very brief encounter when Mendo uses fireball (laughs) twice. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, We'll catch you guys next time on Ding Dang Pod. You can hit us up at Ding Dang Pod on all of the social media platforms. Please give us a follow. Interact with us. We want it so bad. Do the ding dang thing. Use the hashtag skitter skitter to get our attention. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep refreshing on it. (laughs) Uh, And we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. And stop.